For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and Happy New Year for those of us listening to this program in January. It's our first program of the year, and we are starting out by talking about how you can relate to yourself and others in a healthy, vibrant, and evolving way, always. And my guest is Georgina Cannon. Her book is The Third Protocol, How to Relate to Yourself and Others, again, in a healthy, vibrant, evolving way, always and in always. Georgina Cannon is an author, a writer, a public speaker, and a counselor coach. She has her doctorate in metaphysical counseling. She's a lecturer at the University of Toronto. Welcome, Georgina. Thank you. This is going to be a delight. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What exactly is the third circle, and why does it make a difference? Oh, okay. The third circle is about the um, entity or creature or being that we create when we're in connection with another person. So there's you, there's me, and that piece of us that comes together that we call the relationship. And most of the time, we don't consider it as separate. And what I'm suggesting is if we do consider it as separate, as a third piece, a third entity, and we do what we need to do to make sure that it's healthy and strong, in other words, uh, remember what it is and work toward it, then our relationships will be much stronger and better. Um, but the most important relationship, of course, is with ourselves. And what this third circle really is made up of is um, our value system, our priority system, and what we absolutely need, bottom line need in every relationship, what we want and what we're prepared to give. It's almost right. like a contract, but people don't, right. don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's look at this third circle. Give us an example of some words that I might put in the third circle, or maybe I should give you an example. Yeah, okay. So for what, me, what are your would, values? What's important to you? What are your values? Um, well, your I think, values? yeah, I think probably giving back, um, honesty, integrity, purpose, vision, um, uh, also security and safety is important, okay. kindness, all of those, kindness, um, <laughs> making a difference, Okay, so let's start with a couple of those. So what I would do is I would take that list from you and I would look at um, honesty and integrity, which you said, and I would say to you, are you always honest with yourself? And then okay. another one would be kindness. Are you always kind to yourself? Mm. Because if we don't live our values or what we say are our values, then our boundaries are weak. 
And we don't know who we are. And if we don't know who we are, how can anybody else know who we are? Mm, so we have to live our values. And our values mm. are really the rock on which we stand. Mm. So for, let, me, let, me, let me continue this then. Sure. So let's say someone says kindness is important. Yeah. And your question to them is, well, are you always kind to yourself? And the person says, well, I'm not. I'm very self-critical. And, you know, if I don't measure up to my own standards, I put myself through a lot of uh, self-examination and cross-examination. What would you say to that? What I would say is, well, that's something we need to work on together. And if you're not kind to yourself, uh, and I don't know this because I certainly don't know you, and I would say this to any one of my clients. Right. um, Do you find that people are not necessarily kind to you? Do you find you're one of those people that always gets walked over or taken advantage of? Hmm, interesting. And I would say 99 times out of 100, they would say, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah. I say, well, that's a lack of boundaries because you have to treat yourself. You have to have a relationship with yourself first. So what you're saying is what goes in this third circle are mm-hmm. your values and that your values are one thing, but you have mm-hmm. to make sure that you're applying your values to the way you behave and treat and act and think in your own life. Right. That's what you're saying. Yes, and then your priorities. So, you know, list five or six of your priorities. And priorities, you know, um, values are the rock on which you stand. Your priorities can change every six months or so. But what are your priorities for the next six months? Mm -hmm. And you might give me two or three. Right. Right. And then I might say to you, so what are you doing right now to work with your priorities? And you'd be surprised how many people go, oh, well, I guess I really don't have time. Well, again, you're not living Mm -hmm. according to your Mm -hmm. own priorities or values. What do you say to clients who come to you and say, look, I'm working on my dream, I'm working on my priorities, mm-hmm. and, I'm, you know, and, and I'm having some setbacks, or I'm not getting things as quickly as I need, or you know, I thought I had something and I didn't. You know, typical things that happen when you, you know, are working towards something. What would you say then? Well, I would say what is, what is the most important one or two things that you want to accomplish over the next three months? And let's focus on that. Because I do a lot of life coaching as well, particularly on Skype. And um, so we work on those. Because once you start on the trajectory of success, as you know, it gets easier and easier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And particularly if you live your values, particularly if you start being kind to yourself or you start telling yourself the truth and not making excuses for other people. Well, you know, he's like that or she's like that or my sister has always been like that and... You know, I know, yeah, I know she does this or he does that, but, you know, they've always been like that. But if you, and, but there's a part of you that's resentful of it. And if you're resentful mm-hmm. of it, then you're not being honest with yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's very and the good. interesting thing is, you know, once we change and become whole and complete, then other people change around us. They may not know why or may not even notice it, but they suddenly become different. They, they begin to shift as we become stronger around our boundaries and who we are and our sense of purpose. Mm. And, and this, Georgina, can work with anyone, with the anyone. relationship, with bosses, with and anyone. Anyone. And, and you know where it is brilliant is with teenagers and their parents. Mm. Because teens are in the process of fighting to be self-sustaining. They're moving away from parental 
guidance and restrictions, or what they see as restrictions. And this process, this third circle process, gives them power, but also responsibility, because part of that contract is what are you prepared to give to this relationship? What do you want? All right. Here's a tough one. Here's Hmm? a tough one, though. Here's the tough one, and the tough one I would throw out to you would be health. What if somebody has a very strong health challenge, and they're doing what they can, but but it's um, how do you help people who are dealing with something like a health challenge? It depends on what the challenge is, and it depends on and it depends on their version of it. For instance, I have a very close friend who has terminal cancer. But the moment that she realized that she had it, she, was decide, she decided that it, she wasn't going to make it the center of her life. She was going to live in spite of it and live every right. moment. Right. So it depends on how they choose to handle it. Yeah. Having said that, if you're living through arthritis and your body is riddled with arthritis and every day you're faced with pain even to sort of sit on the toilet, um, that is so different that you're working through a, a, a screen of pain with everything yeah. you do, yeah. then that's very different. Um, so there's a lot more allowance that goes with that. But you can still be gracious within that mm-hmm. that whole pain. Again, it's the contract that we have with each other and we have with ourselves. Well, you just said something very important. You said that uh, you can be gracious with the pain. What you're saying is, if you're angry or resentful or remorseful mm-hmm. about the pain, that's, mm-hmm. that's not going to help. No. And it's going to drive people away. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it, there was a book that came out a long time ago called Tuesdays with Mari. Yes. I don't know if you've ever read that. Yes. That, that was talking about being gracious with pain. That's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend who has cancer is completely gracious. She, she cannot travel anymore. Um, she she can still, when she feels on a good day, she can still drive herself, but she certainly can't travel and won't leave home for more than like an hour at a time. But she's determined not to make it the center of her life, not to make it the cause of her life. Mm, so important. Now, one of the things you write about in your book mm-hmm. is that people can have relationships without guilt or angst. Explain that, Georgina. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It's a freedom because once you understand what your needs, bottom line needs and wants are, you don't go into a relationship unless those are met. And if they're not met, then you go in knowing purposefully that they're not being met. So you don't blame the other person or yourself that you're not getting what you uh, expected. It's a contract and it's it's a contract that we have unspoken most of the time. And I don't care whether you're going into a supermarket and you, have, you pay, go to this cashier and you pay the cashier. She's expecting or he's expecting something from you and you're expecting something from them. We have a contract. And if one of us mm-hmm. doesn't meet that contract, it sets up resentment, it sets up all sorts of feelings that are not beneficial. But if you are very open about what you need and what you want and what you expect with each other, um, then... There is no resentment or anger or guilt. If the person can't give that to you, is what you're saying, because you already know. Then you already know. So you don't Mm -hmm. feel let down all the time. You don't feel they're not meeting your expectations because you knew that going in. Yeah. So, for instance, if you have a sibling that is very self-centered, 
And I get this a lot in the clinic, you know, my sister this, my brother that. If you know that, then why are you surprised every time when they behave that way? Why does it shock you and hurt you to your core? Because it's not a surprise. If you actually work and live according to your values for yourself, mm-hmm. then you'll know what piece is missing. Right. And, you'll and you know won't that- take responsibility for their behavior. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, or what? Or it's all about me. I really tried. I tried to get through to him or her, and you know they're still mean, or they're still not listening, or they still, you know, are holding a grudge. It's not your problem anymore, right? It's not. No, because you know it. You you expect it. You know, I'm, I know I'm going to see my brother Bob, and I know he's going to lecture me about this and that and the other. So as you go, you don't tighten up because it's it's the norm. It becomes what you expect. A bit like snow, and I use this like snow in the winter in Toronto. Why but, are you upset yet, every time? But yet, though, comes? Georgina, but mm-hmm. that could change, though. What if your brother Bob had an epiphany and be, started behaving differently? Terrific. But that's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is how we interact with what he gives yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, terrific. All right, we're going to take a break, but mm-hmm. I'd like to let people know before that about your book and how they can find it. The Third Circle Protocol, How to Relate to Yourself and Others in a Healthy, Vibrant, Evolving Way. Always and Always by Georgina Cannon, author of Return Again. And she is an author, writer, public speaker, counselor, coach who has her doctorate in metaphysical counseling. Um, how can people get the book? Uh, by going to Amazon.com or your local bookstore. Amazon, I, yesterday was sold out. I don't know. They're, re- they're reordering. Um, oh, go to your local bookstore, Barnes & Noble, or what your local bookstore is, and if they don't have it, then they'll order it for you. All right, and we're going to come back and talk more to Georgina Cannon about the third circle and about relationships with professionals and how you can fix relationships if you can and how can this help you if you're in a difficult relationship or if you want to find your soulmate. We're going to talk about all of that next. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. Right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone and we are back and my guest is georgina cannon her book is The Third Protocol, The Third Circle Protocol, How to Relate to Yourself and Others in a Healthy, Vibrant, Evolving Way, Always and Always. Georgina Cannon is an author, writer, public speaker, and counselor coach, and she has her doctorate in metaphysical counseling. She's a lecturer at the University of Toronto. Uh, welcome back, Georgina. Thank you. Okay. And um, your website is GeorginaCannon.com? That's right. Yes, it is. And by okay. the way, there's some, uh, some videos on YouTube uh, about the Third Circle Protocol so people can understand it a little more if they wish. Uh, so there's a lot of videos on YouTube as well. Okay. All right. So let's continue um, with asking you about the third circle protocol. Mm-hmm. You talk about relationships with professionals in our lives. So how mm-hmm. can you have the same relationship uh, with different professionals, whether it's your dentist or your lawyer, and, and why do you care? So let's talk about those professional ones. Well, why do we care? Well, let's start with that. We care because we're in a relationship with them anyway. So why not make it as pleasurable and as effective as possible? And it was interesting, when I was doing research for the book, I spoke to quite a few professionals. I spoke to a personal trainer, a dentist, doctor, massage therapist, psychologist, and a hairdresser. And I said to them all, what two or three things do you want from your clients or customers? And they all said, interestingly enough, the same three things. First of all, they have to know we are not their friend. Even though I'm their massage therapist or I'm their personal trainer, I am not their friend. I am friendly, but I'm not their friend. The second thing they said is pay your bill. <laughs> pay your fees. You know, don't, don't show up without money. Remember, you're buying my time. Because I'm not your friend, you're buying my time. And the third thing they all said was come prepared. So don't show up at the dentist with dirty teeth. Go to your lawyer with all the paperwork that's needed. Go to your um, physician with all of the questions you want to know written down. And if you want to, record their answers. They're quite happy for you to record them. But go prepared. So they want to form a good relationship with you as well. So it's up to you to do what, what you believe they have in the way of values. 
So my mm. guess is that most people who are in the service business, whether they be a medical profession or a hairdresser, part of their values are um, respect. They will respect yeah. you and you respect them. So mm-hmm. if you go into them with respect, then they will respect you. So that's part of it. If you mm-hmm. find you're not being treated according to your values, then you need to speak up. So if you need, for instance, to be heard, if that's one of your values, and you're not being heard by your physician or your dentist or your personal trainer or whatever or your lawyer, then speak up. And you'll, you'll be speaking from strength because you'll be knowing what your values are and you're living your values. Mm-hmm. It's not just an opinion. It's part of who you are. And it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Now, you talked before a little bit about working with relationships with children and teenagers. Mm-hmm. How can your book help to fix a relationship with a teenager? Teenagers, I remember, let me tell you a story. When my daughter was about 13 or 14, and I was pushing her about her homework, and, it, and she was getting hissy, you know, kids, girls get hissy. And I said to her, you know, Cassandra, it's my job to push you. And she said, yes, and it's my job to push back. And it was, she was so right on that I just burst out laughing. I said, you're absolutely right. It is your job to push back. And we have to remember that. That's their job. They have to separate out. They have to begin to develop their own sense of values and their own uh, sense of right and wrong and appropriateness. And if you use this protocol, and as a parent, if you go into it in honesty, not leaving behind the shoulds and the musts and because I said so type of parenting and go in open and write down what what it is you need and what you want and what you're prepared to give to the relationship and let the teenager do the same thing, they're going to realize that every relationship has some responsibility. So, for instance, if they want to be heard, then they have to listen to you too. And it's really fascinating how they get it. And, and I, I give an example in the book, and in the book I do mention that because it was a teenager who wanted to take a year off between high school and college, that we, and, her, and in the end her, her mother said okay, but the reason she said okay is because the young woman committed to not laying around the house but getting a job that year, and we checked in every three months to make sure both parties were on track. Mm. with the values, the priorities, the needs, wants, and gives to that contract. And it worked. They had a couple of bumps along the way, no question, but it worked. And that young woman emerged understanding what it takes to have a healthy relationship. That's great. How would you apply this to someone in a difficult marriage or difficult relationship? Same Um, thing? I I do have that quite frequently because I do a lot of couples counseling. Um, they both work on it separately, uh, if, if I can get both parties to do so. And they come back and they compare their I- ideal contract and they make a commitment. And together mm-hmm. they form a contract that they are prepared to work on, knowing that they're not anymore belittling each other. If they don't keep to it, they're belittling the relationship. So they're mm-hmm. damaging the relationship. They have to decide that everything they do, say, and think, how they behave, is focused on nurturing that relationship. It's not about the other person. It's about the relationship. So if they're inclined to have affairs, then they know they're not doing it to the other person. They're diminishing the relationship, the contract they've agreed to. 
and it makes a huge difference. Now, having said that, there have been a couple of couples that have decided to separate, realizing that their values were very different. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other side of this, mm-hmm. wanting to find your soulmate, wanting to meet the man or woman of your dreams. How does your protocol help there? Well, again, you begin to understand and really what you want. And as you know uh, very well, that we give off an energy. And when we're very clear about ourselves and what we're prepared to give, not selflessly at all, but what we're prepared to give within our value system and our priority system, then we attract that sort of person. Uh, If, for instance, one of your major priorities was to be heard and to be respected and laughter, then you wouldn't tie yourself up with someone who is so busy uh, pontificating and finding you always wrong because they knew better than you. You wouldn't even begin that relationship. So as you begin to understand really who you are and what you're looking for and what you want in a relationship, all relationships, by the way, you put out and you find that people are drawn to you because Mm -hmm. you're strong within yourself. You're comfortable in your skin and the right sort of people come to you. You meet other people of your like. Like attracts like. Like attracts like, yeah. We we don't, Mm -hmm. as I said to one of my clients the other day, a young man who's looking for a, a woman into he... <laughs> wants to marry because he wants to get married and have children. Um, don't go shopping in a, a store that sells fruits and vegetables if you're looking for a screwdriver or a hammer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to mm-hmm. know what it is you want. He mm-hmm. likes the outdoors. He loves, and yet he goes to bars looking for women. Don't do that. It's not going to help you. Yeah, a- excellent. All right, we've got a couple minutes left, so mm-hmm. let's talk about your book, which is based on tools you've developed for your clients for over 20 years in your clinic. Yes. Tell us more about the work that you do and anything coming up, Georgina. I have, uh, well, I've, I'm teaching at the university. I'm teaching hypnosis. I teach the hypnosis both at the University of Toronto and in my own school. I also run past life regression training courses and interlife uh, facilitation training courses. Um, I have a workshop coming up in June teaching this protocol to people who already work with clients. So if someone's a psychologist or psychiatrist or a therapist of any sort, a a life coach, they can become an accredited facilitator for this third circle protocol. So that's coming up in June. And what else is happening? Writing another book. Wonderful. <laughs> I see clients three days a week, and I work with clients on Skype, literally from around the world, everywhere. And you can do the hypnosis on Skype too. I do. I will not do past lives or interlife on Skype because I'm always concerned that Skype will go down right in the middle, and I don't mm. think that's kind. But mm. certainly, I do all the other work on Skype. Yes. Yeah, which is really mm. good. Very good. All right. Let me just um just want to say a little bit more about you for our listeners, and then you'll tell us where we can get the book. Um, Dr. Georgina Cannon is an award-winning consulting clinical hypnotist, relationship coach, author, and lecturer at the University of Toronto. She's recognized as the public face of hypnosis in Canada and a respected member of the mainstream health community. Dr. Cannon is a frequent media guest, and her work and views have been gained her prominence as a frequent source for news and feature articles on hypnosis, 
and alternative therapies. And her website is GeorginaCannon.com, G-E-O-R-G-I-N-A, Cannon.com. Twitter is at Georgina underscore Cannon. And again, you can go to Facebook and go to Georgina Cannon Changing Minds. It's been wonderful. Tell us how we can get your book and and closing thoughts for us, what you'd like to leave our listeners with. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You can get the book at Amazon.com. And if you're in, I don't know how far your listeners are, but it's published in Britain. So it's available in Europe as well. Uh, Amazon.com or your local bookstore. And I like supporting local bookstores because we need them. So they, we, need to, you know, we need to make sure they stay in business. So go into your local bookstore and order it there because they'll bring it in for you if they don't have it in stock. Um, one last thought. Yes, remember that you are magnificent. We are magnificent creatures, and you are so much more than you seem. There's so much more that you have to offer that you haven't even begun to tap into. So think about that and celebrate yourself. Georgina, it was wonderful to have you on the program. Delightful. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, we're coming up with our next interview right after the break, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.